Harriet Lyne is with us. Let's just uh, quickly, a story that's just breaking here, actually, on our New Zealand Herald banner I'm seeing, uh, Harriet. And this is one of your uh, more uh, high-profile journalists who has been in the news somewhat of late. Uh, Kiwi Borneas, but UK-based Dan Wotton. What's just happened with respect to a suspension by uh, the GB News, the broadcast um, company, please? Harriet, morning. Hi, good morning. Yes, so Dan Wooten's been suspended today from GB News, which is a sort of right-wing news platform um, that's growing in its popularity in the UK, fairly new platform on TV. Um, Now, that comes after some remarks that were made by Lawrence Fox, uh, who's an actor but has become a bit of a political activist um, on his show about a female journalist, which have been widely regarded as unacceptable and indefensible. Um, now, on Tuesday's show, uh, Fox made a series of remarks about a female journalist called Ava Evans. And she, he said, who would, and pardon my language, who would want to shag that? That's Lawrence Fox. Now, GB News, um, or Dan Wooten actually originally put out a statement saying that he condemned those remarks. And then tonight, GB News has said that they suspended him. Uh, and that uh, follows the decision to suspend Mr. Fox and that they are conducting a full investigation. Now, Wharton has apologised for the remarks or, and said that he regretted the interview. He didn't make those remarks, but I think this relates to what he uh, did afterwards. He was heard laughing um, when he said that. I think it's fair to say it makes a pretty awkward viewing um, watching these two men discussing this woman in this way. Um, and, uh, but yes, today he said that he's going to, uh, that well, he, he has, GB News has said that he has been suspended. All right. The government's given the green light to a development of a North Sea oil field, and this has not gone down well with environmental campaigners. Can you fill us in on the details? Yeah, so this is a uh, North Sea oil field called Rosebank, which is one of the largest untapped oil fields in UK waters. And it's been granted development uh, and production consent by the government this morning. Now, environmental campaigners um, had had long voiced strong concerns um, about uh, any development on this site. But the government said that the move to develop it would create hundreds of jobs and contribute billions of pounds to the economy. Now, it contains up to 350 million barrels of oil, uh, and it is untapped. Now, that uh, the government said, the energy secretary today said that um, we need oil and gas as part of our energy mix on the path to net zero. Now, there's been a big political row over the last couple of weeks about exactly how Britain gets to net zero by 2050. But Claire Coutinho, the energy secretary, said that uh, it makes sense to use our own supplies from the North Sea rather than, say, Russia. Um, but environmental campaigners uh, and some uh, MPs have said that this is reckless and terrible for our energy security. Greenpeace, of course, one of those being very critical of it, um, saying that Rishi Sunak has proven once and for all that he puts the profits of oil companies above everyday people. Uh, the Green Party MP Caroline Lucas, also critical, and also uh, the Conservative former Environment Minister Lord Goldsmith, um, who said that the move trashes the UK's reputation as a reliable, grown-up member of the global community and he said it's done us immeasurable harm. But yes, as I say, this comes just a week after Rishi Sunak rode back on a host of green policies, which did him some damage uh, among some people in his party, while also won him an awful lot of support from perhaps those on the sort of slightly more right uh, red wall side of the Conservatives. He ditched um, 
green policies, including the plan to ban sales of new petrol and diesel cars by 2030, pushed that back by five years, and also delayed a ban on new gas boilers, um, which he said exempted five million homes from having to switch to a heat pump. Something that, that policy was seen as unlikely to go ahead and very costly and difficult, uh, particularly for low-income households. So we want a bit more applause on that one. And just finally, uh, Suella, Brella, uh, Suella Braverman, the Home Secretary, uh, she sometimes comes out with interesting statements. Uh, extraordinary one today, please. What was the context, Harriet? Uh, yes, I think that was fair. Uh, Suella Braverman, the Home Secretary, she's been in Washington, D.C. Uh, this week where... She gave a very divisive speech on immigration um, in which she questioned whether the application of the UN's 1951 Refugee Convention is fit for our modern age. And she also argued that discrimination for being gay or a woman should not be enough to qualify for international refugee protection, which unsurprisingly sparked a backlash, um, including from advocates like Sir Elton John. But today, in an interview, she really rather doubled down on that and said that asylum seekers pretend to be gay to game the system and to get, in her words, uh, special treatment. And she insisted that there are, quote, many incidences where people purport to be homosexual to receive preferential treatment in the asylum seekum and that that situation is not fair or right. Now, um, she was again criticised by Elton John, who said that she risked further legitimising hate and violence against LGBT people. Um, But she, yeah, doubled down on those claims, saying that we need to be honest about what's happening And we need to be clear about what constitutes persecution. Thank you very much. Harriet Lyne, Deputy Political Editor of the Daily Mail, our UK correspondent today.